0: Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine. We invite you to join us as we take a deeper look into the stories and ministries highlighted in Christian Living Magazine.
1: Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight. I'm Sandy Jones, the host of this show and the publisher of Christian Living Magazine. This show has been made possible by a generous grant that we received so that we could come to you each week and take a deeper dive into the stories and ministries you'll find in Christian Living Magazine. I am super excited to have my friend Randy B. Funk back in the studio with me today. You might recognize his name. He's a local Christian hip-hop artist and a young philanthrop- philanthropist, I can't talk, <laughs> with a big heart. Randy B., thank you so much for joining me today. Welcome. How are you? I'm doing good, Sandy. How are you? Thanks I'm, for having me. I'm good. I'm good. You know, that's, I usually warn my guests, I'm going to ask you how you are, because that's, <laughs> that's a stump question for me, because I'm always thinking about, our ministry and what I'm supposed to talk about. Mm-hmm. I never think about how I am. So yeah. I'm, I apologize, you, yeah. you handled that like a pro. Thank you, thank you, I try. <laughs> so just, just as a refresher and for our new listeners, mm-hmm. in October of 2017, mm-hmm. so five years ago, can you believe that? You were still 14 at the time, Wow, I believe. I, I re- didn't know that. I received <laughs> my very first ever Randy B PSA in my email. Mm-hmm. And it was about your SOS drive coming up that fall. And I opened my email, And here was a picture of you. And I was just like, oh, he's cute. What is he doing? (laughs) And um, that year, you were only collecting socks and stuffies for the Boise Rescue Mission's River of Life Men's Shelter and the City Light Women's Home, Women and Children's Home. And I just thought, this is fun. This is really sweet. I think we need to be a part of this. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I talked to my editor and I said, hey, we we need, you know, first of all, let's publish this PSA, but we kind of need to be a part of this. And that was, where this all started and over the last five or six years, there's been many PSAs in my inbox. Mm-hmm. Um, but even more than that, I got to get close enough to get to really know you and your family and, yeah. and have just, um, we have developed just a wonderful friendship mm-hmm. and I, and I love that. But I have to be honest and say that it was all those PSAs. It was just like this: yeah. this guy is everywhere. He's doing <laughs> all this other stuff. I, I need to know more about him. And, and the voyeur in me came out, and I was just like, I, I need to know them. And I'm so glad that I did.
2: Yeah, me too. You,
1: you guys are you are so fun. <laughs> so you graduated from high school in May. Yes, and um, and that was that was fun. Ooh, yeah, very fun. <laughs> but at the time, you were a bivocational student. If I understand correctly, you were doing. Yeah high school and attending liberty university online yeah well yeah so
2: i started taking classes as soon as i was able to for high school uh, like junior year and that was dual credit so i was getting college credit while i was getting through high school and so luckily like when i graduated high school i'm halfway through my second year of college right now so i'll be a junior next year so
1: so you're a sophomore yeah you've been out of you've been out of high school five months and you're a sophomore in college yeah yeah. i'm so impressed (laughs) it was worth it i think anyone anyone that can do that is
2: it's is, is worth it um, uh,
1: you know yeah. it's um when my youngest was in high school they were just starting to do that yeah and i it, he had his first years he, most of his first year credits i believe when yeah. he graduated from high school and i agree yeah. it, it, well, credits know, are cheaper too when you're in high school they're cheaper but you're still in student mode right you're you're just still so laser focused yeah, you're doing it and, anyway yeah. so
2: might as well get some credit there
1: might as well get some credit yeah absolutely so what are you studying at liberty
2: psychology So my plan is I'm, I'm like halfway through my, my bachelor's degree right now. And then uh, my, my goal, it's good to have a goal, I think. Um, And we'll see, you know, it's hard to plan years in advance, like, you know, to that extent, but my goal is to go to med school and actually become a psychiatrist eventually. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's awesome. So do you have any idea what triggered that, that drive, that desire, or is it just something God gave you?
2: Yeah, no. So I, I just love to talk with people and, and um, I've found myself in a lot of, Situations in my life where I'm I'm talking um, to different people that are just going through um, really like hardships and and stuff, and I've had to kind of be mediators in arguments, and I've had to. I feel like I've had a lot of experience, even though I can't like technically like put that down on paper or prove it, but I've had a lot of experience just talking with people um, through a lot, just many different types of issues. I've had people tell me that they you know they wanted to end their lives or, or you know. Um, and it's 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 heartbreaking to see like how people are, you know, what the, the people are struggling with, and you know, be, to be young and to talk with people through those types of issues, it can weigh a lot on your head, like on your mind and stuff. If you you know, if you obviously haven't had any training, right? <laughs> and, and so being I'm twenty now, and being able to study and, and kind of almost like go back to those situations that i that I've been in with people and to, to actually be able to draw a line to what I'm currently learning. And um, it's actually, I think it's been really a cool experience to be able to, to do it that way, to have some, you know, experience beforehand. And now being in school, I can actually draw connections to what I'm seeing on paper. I think it's, I think it's been helpful for me to have those experiences in my head while I'm also learning it. And that's my plan is, is to be able to, to, you know, do some like internship types of things where I'm working with, with teens or, or young adults or people that are, you know, close to my age and, and work with them. And, and that's kind of my, my goal is I think I'll have a career there and I think I could do a lot of good for people.
1: It sounds to me, what I'm, what I'm hearing is that you have, you have just kind of a natural gifting that of, of helping people.
2: Maybe, I don't and, know. <laughs> and they're
1: drawn to you. You're a safe place. Yeah. And, and so now you're getting training. Yeah. So, you know, the magazine... I mm-hmm. you know I I always I and it's not something I laugh but it's surprised me when at first when I first realized it is people who don't go to church don't have a pastor to call right when they're in times of crisis and they'll I often get phone calls at the magazine we do now mm-hmm. have a prayer line that's partnered with the Idaho Chaplain's Association mm. but I had a couple of instances a year ago that I was not trained to do and so I actually signed up to go to chaplaincy training so yeah. that I could better handle what God has already asked me to do. Mm. And it sounds to me like that's what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, I think so. so.
2: I think so, trying
1: to, yeah. So that's, that's way cool. Mm. And I love that you have a goal.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, You know, my my past experience has been, you know, I, I led a, a manager, I, I was a sales manager and I led a very, very successful team and goals and dreaming big was part of that you yeah. know teaching people it's it's good to dream big right um, god dreams big for all of us for sure yeah you know um so why should we limit ourselves yeah so where do you see yourself in 5 or 10 years i know i asked you that last year but i'm i'm just seeing if it changed yeah.
2: just healthy and happy honestly i'm just i my plan is to finish school and again it's so hard to plan out you know that far in advance but you know putting goals in place is is what gets you through those five or 10 years, you know, and, yep. and meeting those goals, whether you meet them to the fullest extent or not, at least you had a goal in mind, which I think is the main point is, you know, a person without any goals, you know, what are they, you know, what are they really doing? How are they spending their time? And, you know, that's what I try and remember is like, at least, you know, as long as I have a goal in mind and I'm working towards it, that's the main thing. Yep. Um, whether I reach the fullest extent of that or not is, is really up to, you know, just how God has planned out my life and, and where I end up. And I trust the you know, the, the fate of all of that. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy. I'm content with where I am now. And to be able to have, you know, um, a goal in mind while still being content with where I am now, if this was the maximum of where I am, then I'd still be happy with that.
1: You know, it's really funny. It's, and, and here you're going to get 10 seconds of sales training, but, <laughs> but it's true in life. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I, I worked with my sales staff with is goals, are supposed to stretch you. Yeah. If they're easily attainable it's not a goal. Right. That's that's just a plan. Yeah, yeah. And so if you're stretching for a goal, you're not always going to hit it. Yeah. It's great when you do. Right. But sometimes life shifts. Yeah. Things are called you're called to a different direction and you have to shift and it's good to be fluid like that. Yeah. But goals are meant to make you stretch and it mm-hmm. sounds like that's what you're doing. Yeah. So you are as I mentioned in the opening, you're a, a you're a hip hop artist. Mm-hmm. I got to ask so as, as I, you know, we talked about all those PSAs. Mm-hmm. Um, you do a lot of benefit concerts. Yeah. How many benefit concerts? Do you know just off the top of your, did well, you do this year? How many we've
2: done? Well, this year we did about three or four or five maybe in the early part of the year. 10 maybe? I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> we do a lot. I'm on a hiatus right now. I'm just trying to focus on my school and, and the drive. The drive takes up a lot of time. Yep. Um, Going out and getting those barrels. And, and I mean, honestly, like, there's like a sales in it in a way yep. because a lot of people are uncomfortable with maybe the looks of the barrel. They, maybe they want a box. Maybe they want you to decorate the box. And we've had to do a lot of things. We've had to just be really flexible with different people and different companies that are interested in helping, but they just might need a little bit of flexibility in, in how they help. Yep. And so we want to make that happen. We want people to be comfortable. And um, that's one reason why we started to do the benefit concerts too was because it was another avenue or we could reach people, where we could um, help our community out and, and still be able to, you know, bring in money for the, for the, for the, for the Boise Rescue Mission, money that they can use to um, support the facility, to bring food in, and to host uh, hundreds of people every night. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: You had quite the concert tour this year. I, I mm-hmm. follow you on social media. Yeah. And um, so, let's see, you, you've been in Hawaii and California. Where else? What have I missed? We did... Um,
2: Hawaii, California, and then we did uh, Montana, Wyoming, I believe, and of course Idaho, so... Yeah,
1: that's incredible. Yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> you are one of the busiest people I've ever met in my life. Yeah, you, you do not. <laughs> our family families. You, you don't st- stop. St- no. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> your whole family. Yeah. You yeah, guys. Was you raised guys squeeze it. more into a week than a lot of people do, in, than I do sometimes <laughs> in a month. It's it's amazing. We all do our best. We do our best. <laughs> so so you wrote your first EP. I'm I'm looking back at my mm-hmm. at my notes. You mm-hmm. wrote your first EP or mini album when you were 15, and yep. you released your first full album, divided in July of 2020. Mm-hmm. So where are you at now?
2: Well, like I said, right now, I'm really just focused on my school right now. I don't have any plans to release any music at this time, but the, the past of, of what I've been able to do and utilize my talents that God gave me has been an incredible gift, and I wouldn't trade that for anything. Uh, we've seen so many people come to Christ at our concerts, um, who've, who've you know, accepted Christ at our concerts, and who have written me even afterwards, who um, you know, maybe didn't feel comfortable or maybe coming up to me after the show or talking with one of the team members or my family or anything, but um, who would write me after and tell, and, you know, they told me that, hey, they're they're gonna, you know, start going to church to read their Bible and, and you know, they want to accept Christ and how do I do that? And um, I've gotten probably dozens of messages like that That's on awesome. my Instagram and stuff like that, you know? So uh, I know what we have done has has reached a lot of people and, and um, you know, it's, it's so, a it's So beautiful. do you have
1: a plan for this hiatus or is this just until God moves you again? Yeah,
2: exactly. Just until God moves me again. Um, it's really just, Honestly, I put it on myself to just, you know, focus on on school and and I try and prioritize and, and see, you know, what is kind of in my life right now that that is pressing me. And I know at school right now for me, that's something that's important to me and that's something that I want to focus on. And of course, the drive is these next three months are, are busy for me to make sure that, you know, I collect as many donations as I can. The reason why we break our record each year of the previous year is because of the hard work that the community puts in and, and the hard work that me and my family put in, because it takes a lot of, of effort to get those barrels out and to make sure that everyone is, you know, that we have to answer questions. We have to make sure people are, are getting those donations in. And um, it's a lot of effort, but it's, of course, it's worth it and it helps working. a lot of people and um, the first year when I started, it, it was 400 donations. This last Christmas was over 10,000 donations. And this year we're estimated to um, break that record again. We always do. So yep. it always comes We always do. To, yeah.
1: It's, it's, <laughs> fun to, it's fun to watch that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So you've been involved in the community since yeah. you were very young. You, mm-hmm. were, you were the Meridian Youth Art Commissioner for three years. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're, you are active in several networking groups. Yeah um last week if i remember right you spoke at was it the meridian chamber yes how was eagle that? was it eagle was it eagle it oh, was eagle sorry. no not meridian sorry.
2: we used to do meridian we used to do meridian a lot but so, we to
1: so um what was that like by the way i really liked uh, so eagle now has a faith ambassadors group yeah. and, that meets quarterly and so i've gotten to meet the mayor of eagle and he, i just really like jason and yeah. and so anyway so yeah little shout out for you there, Jason. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, no, Um. You, I, I love to be able to just talk about what I do, Um. you know, be able to spread positivity and tell people about my passions that I have. And it's always nice to be able to talk to, you know, a group of people in a group setting because, you know, we're we usually come out with, you know, one or two people being like, hey, you know, we have some donations or we want to help or, we you know, we want to take a barrel and um, you know, it's 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 a, it's really cool.
1: It's also got to be inspiring and motivating. Yeah, I mean, you're an adult, so don't take this kind round. of. <laughs> well, you're you're 20, yeah. you're an adult, <laughs> but um, legally you're an adult. Yeah, 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 you are. You are an adult. But you <laughs> were an, I think you were an adult the first time I ever had a conversation with you. You you were very mature for your age. Thanks. <laughs> but I think that that kind of makes adults, 35, 40, older adults mm-hmm. stop and go, wow this young man, this, if you'll pardon the phrase, this kid is doing Mm. this. Mm. What am I doing? What am I doing (laughs) with my life? And so to go and speak to a city council or Mm -hmm. a, a chamber, any, you know, the networking groups, I think that that causes people to pause and go, wow. And I think you inspire a lot of people. To really examine what they're doing. And, and I know I always, we, we laughed, we came in this morning yeah. and I'd bags sitting on the table. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I bought this stuff in May. <laughs> you know, I shop for you all year long. And, and so, you know, but I think that you make a lasting impression. But I think that just by the level of activity and participation that you have in yeah. the community and how hard you work in the community and for the community, I think that that inspires a lot of people thank you to, to, you know what what can i do if yeah. he can do this what can i do yeah and so um, I think that that's wonderful, and I applaud you for that. Yeah. So we've talked a little bit about this year's SOS Drive, mm-hmm. and and it's grown. It's yeah. grown from that first yeah. year when I when I you know you were doing socks and stuffies for, and you, you still do socks and stuffies. Yeah, and you still do Boise Rescue Mission, but you also have added the Idaho Humane Society in yeah. there because there's such a need for our pets. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, what are you collecting? We
2: collect so for. The Humane Society, um, really the main needs are, of course, like beds, blankets, um, and, of course, toys and food. And so, you know, it's really cool to see. Like it's We love animals, me and my family. So um, whenever we see, like, a, you know, a dog bed come in or, or, you know, bags of dog food or toys or something, we just, like, get really excited or really happy because we know that those are going to go to – I mean, animals are so pure and innocent. You know, they don't know. And um, it's just – it's super sad to think of, of you know, them not, you know, having a, you know a warm bed or anything, and they're just, you know – in these shelters and, you know, whatever we can do to make them a little more comfortable is, is the goal. And it's really, yeah, we just get super happy when we, we see donations come in for pets. Cause I mean, it's not something that a lot of people think about nope. uh, people, of course, you know, and that's priority, but um it's really nice to, to be able to get pet donations too.
1: And, you know, the, the Humane Society is wonderful to help those in the community yeah. as well. I have seen in the last, you know, it's, Our economy is not a big surprise right now. We all know what we're living through. Mm -hmm. And I have seen more on the various social medias that I'm on, more people looking to rehome pets because they can't afford to feed them anymore. Right. And so, you know, your help for the rest for the Humane Society will can be paid forward on that. And so I think that that's a vital thing because Definitely. especially these young families if they have children in the home they're going to feed those kids before they can feed their pets. Right. And yet our pets become attached to us mm-hmm. and it's it's difficult on a pet to have to rehome it. It's yeah. difficult on our family and on ourselves Exactly. To, yeah. to rehome them. So what kinds of things are you collecting for the rescue mission this year? So, of course, since, priority Since I already broke he, the rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, so
2: priority is always socks and underwear and um, specifically men's underwear that are larger you know xl double xl triple um and you know uh socks and underwear of course always take priority those are the two main things that they get re- they receive the least of so we want to you know up that number this year of course and every year um and of course it's jackets and, and coats and and food and, and you know um canned canned food and that sort of thing and um, of um for the children, cho- children's clothes, and toys as well. It's something that's really cool that is has been a um, very unexpected thing is that Eagle Fire Department, one of my drop-off locations, they actually told me when I went to pick up the barrel, they wanted to keep it year-round and just keep donating into that barrel. That's phenomenal. Which, yeah, which is really amazing. So shout-out Eagle Fire Department. That's really, really cool of them to do that. And um, they actually, I feel like they've donated um, for, like, out of – different things toys are like what they they're they're like that's their yeah yeah so we have like i mean we have like baby yodas and and barbie dolls and and um just uh uh, this little race cars and all sorts of things and um it's just really nice to see because those are going to go to children that might not usually get a a gift for christmas and they're going to be able to get gifts for christmas this year
1: before we went on recording today um you and your mom and i were, were talking about serving you know at at the holiday meals for yeah. the rescue mission and my husband and I primarily serve in in at the Tampa one yeah and, but what i see is those families leave with a box so yes. that they can go home and cook dinner but they also leave with gifts with of gifts, those yeah. toys and and clothes and stuff That's for awesome. their children and um you usually you've you've served at those same dinners mm-hmm. and so you know you're busy. The volunteers are busy. We're, yeah. we're there's lots to do, and, yeah. and we and it's it's only like a two and a half hour shift, but it's a busy two and a half hour shift. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but it is phenomenal if you get just a minute to st- kind of step back and watch those families and the gratitude yeah. of those families. You know, lots of the rescue mission is one of my favorite organizations, yeah. um, largely because they've they've stayed community supported. They don't get any any government help so that they can continue to share the gospel. And so that makes that endears them to me. But one of the things that they have taught me over the years, and Mm -hmm. that is, you know, homelessness is not a frame of mind. It's not some deadbeat who just doesn't want to work. And especially in this economy, it's the single parent, whether it's the mom or the dad who has custody of the kids and their rent has doubled or tripled in the last year and a half. And they just can't keep up. If you're already working two jobs and you get home and there's a 30% rent increase, and, you know, you have to go someplace sometimes for help. And so yeah. the gratitude that I see in the face of those people, it is just phenomenal. I yeah. love what you do. Yeah. So how do people get involved? Well, yeah. First of all, let's talk about, I, I, I digress here. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about your drop-off locations. Yeah. So let's, can you tell us real quick what, yeah. where your drop-off locations yeah. are?
2: We have several. So I'll read them off my, of, of the article in the magazine right now. Um, we have, one of the locations is Postal Express in Meridian, Idaho, uh, next to the Fred Meyer in Meridian. Then we have Eagle Fire Department and then we have uh Great Power Learning in uh Meridian as well and then Meridian Fire Department. So, it's two fire departments. Um there's three actually. Then we have Star Fire Department and then we also have H3 Pets and um you can donate pet um items at the H3 Pets or people um but in any of the locations you can donate pet or people items doesn't matter. Um so those are the main public public locations currently for anyone that wants to to get involved or donate. And if someone um, can't make the drive out, if they're close to me, I'm, I'm happy usually to meet them or pick something up if they want to reach out. And they can reach out at um, my email, which is mcfunk, F, uh, which is F, mcfunk48 at gmail.com. Awesome.
1: Yeah. Awesome. And how do people get involved? Because yeah. not only do you have to maintain all of these bins and yeah. boxes, but then you bring them home. Right. <laughs> You're gonna have to grow your garage, you know that. Oh yeah, every yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, it's know. filled
2: right now, honestly. But, but then you have
1: to you have to sort all of this. So how yep. if, if somebody wants to volunteer yeah. to help maintain the bins or yeah. to help sort, how do people get involved?
2: Yeah, well they can um they can email us um mcfunk 48 dot gmail.com. I uh, have my website, randybfunk.com, or they can um give us a call, 208-914-3793 give us a call or text us if they are interested in helping. We definitely probably could need some help sorting those items near um, the end of the drive because it's, it's a lot for just us to do. It takes, um, with, if it's just us three, like my mom and my dad and I, it takes a couple hours, but if we get like five, 10 people, yeah. Well, yeah, days usually. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, we can pull it off in a couple hours, but it's hard.
0: <laughs> yeah, with with help.
2: Help, but with, yeah, with help, but yeah, with help, it takes a lot less, and so that would be nice. And um, even if you don't get involved with this drive, I encourage anyone to get involved in a local shelter, um, a food bank. Just volunteer where you can, and um, especially during this Christmas season. It's already really cold, so I can't even imagine how it's going to be um, in December, how cold it's going to get for people. So donate blankets, donate items, and, and just get involved in the community where you can. So I love that. Yeah.
1: Um, so, folks, again, Randy B's SOS drive this year. New socks, new underwear. Yes. New, new anyway coats pet supplies all benefiting the Boise Rescue Mission the Idaho Humane Society you can find a list of those public drop off locations in his flyer in the issue this issue of Christian Living magazine and remember to pick up your own copy of Christian Living magazine at over 600 locations throughout southern Idaho or read us online at christianlivingmag.com Brandy B, thank you so much. Thank you. I I just adore you. I'm going to, you know, if your mom wasn't such a phenomenal mom, I'd have to adopt you. (laughs) This ends our time together this week, folks. I invite you back next week for our next episode of Christian Living Spotlight when we have another guest in store who will fill you with hope and inspiration. Until next time, God bless.
0: This has been Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine, where it's our desire to deliver faith, hope, encouragement, and perhaps a new perspective about God's love to our listeners and readers as we showcase the hands and feet of Christ at work in our community and beyond. For more information on today's program, the magazine itself, or to subscribe, go to www.christianlivingmag.com or search Christian Living Magazine on Facebook for an uplifting start to each day. Christian Living Magazine is free to pick up in over 600 locations throughout Central and all of Southern Idaho. Our mailing address is Christian Living Magazine, P.O. Box 867 Meridian, Idaho, 83680. Or you can email us at christianlivingmag at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we invite you to join us again next week.